Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia Gravis or Lambert Eden syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. DJ Manny, Manny, L. Scoop B Radio. You know what's official if Barry Bond said, yo, the best in the business. That's word of Scoop. You either tuning in or reading the word of Scoop. He give you the business. He show you the proof. If Scoop B said, you know it's the truth. Sports and entertainment. He give you the mix. Some of the biggest interviews. He give you the fix. On iTunes, the number one podcast. The joint and the journalist. The GOAT. So why ask? Watch out. Watch out. about it? If he naming them, Scoopy.com, do numbers like Chamberlain. Pin game is a gift, got the gift to gab. If he say it is gospel, it's as simple as that. Now pay attention and you can see the way it's going up for this talking. This is Scoopy Radio. You're listening to Scoopy Radio. Get on his Instagram now. At Follow Scoop him. B. At Scoopy. Follow him. Yes, sir. What's going on, everybody? Brandon Scoopy Robinson here. You're listening to another episode of Scoopy Radio, part two of the interview with Kenyon Martin. You heard the first part where he talked about the Nets. You heard the part where he talked about Alonzo Mourning, but this is the interview. Kenyon Martin responds to Tim Thomas, but also he and I talk about the responsibility that journalists have and covering things objectively. You don't want to miss it. Make sure that you subscribe to Scoop B Radio on iTunes, Google Play, the TuneIn app, the Stitcher app, everywhere in between. Also, make sure you visit ScoopBRadio.com. DJ Maniel, cue the tape in five, four, three, two, one. Lay some treats on us. This is Scoop B Radio. So, I'm curious. My mother 
she um works with uh child study team and she tests kids and stuff and one of the things that she asked me to ask you was about speech impediments and yeah. how you overcame that. How did you overcome it? Um, I had it. Um, I still study to this day. Um, it's still a part of my life. Um, I got speech therapy when I was in uh, when I was in elementary, mm-hmm. but that was it. Um, I just I still study. Um, I still study to this day, but I don't think about it. I understand um, it's, it's part of my breathing. It's part of my mind and working fast and the breathing slower and it's, it's all kind of stuff that affects it. Sure, you know what I'm saying. But I don't think about it now. I'm a grown man. I'm not insecure about it anymore like I was when I was a child from getting teased and stuff like that. You know, so I just live my life and I tell people to do the same. Um, you can get help. So, so some people stutter or um, it's worse than others. Um, I've met older gentlemen that's worse than me. I've met older gentlemen that's better than me, women, and um, this, that, and the third. But it's, um, you know, it's just one of those things that it's a part of your life. So you, uh, you're either going to accept it and try to work at it at times, but don't let it consume you because it's a part of you. What kinds of things do you tell kids, uh, or would you like to tell kids? I don't. Do you speak to to, to kids or speak speak to schools to kids who have speech impediments? Yeah, I'm saying I've been on the national board for stuttering, um, different things. So I know, I know. Yeah, I just tell them, man, like just like people are evil, uh, especially mm-hmm. kids. You know? Like they're gonna tease you because they don't know no better. Um, There's some people to educate people on what stuttering is. Um, it's a handicap, you know, so just sure. something that, yeah, but, but people don't know that. I'm saying, so you get teased for it. So just d- try to develop thick skin and don't let it get to you as much as you can. And, and if you can, like, try to find people like, like-minded people that's saying that stutter and surround yourself with those people so you can grow your confidence together, you know, so is it, uh, um, there's groups out there, there's people out there that can help with those situations. You know, so you're just finding them and seeking them out. At this portion of your life, are you more apt to hang out in the club or take your kids to a movie? Take my kids to the movies. <laughs> are you a Spider-Man or a Wonder Woman guy? I didn't see Wonder Woman. Uh, my family did. I was out of town when they went. Uh, gotcha. They got mixed reviews on it. Radio. Uh, you know, but I'm going to go Spider-Man. What was your time in Cincinnati like with Bob Huggins? My 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 homeboy calls him Bob Thuggins because he was tough. What was it like being with Bob Huggins out in Cincinnati? It was great for me. Uh, a lot of people experience with hugs is not the same because I play basketball the way hugs wants you to play basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, that's go out there, play hard, get better, don't complain. You know, go straight forward. Like that's the that's the way I came to Cincinnati, and that's the way I left. No, so all he had to do was coach me. He didn't have to get on me about playing hard. Funniest Bob Huggins story. Uh, oh shit, that's, that's a long, that's a laundry list of them. Uh, <laughs> let me think. Uh, he um, he used to like he was um, well, Ryan Fletcher was on our team. Um, like like Fletcher was play like Fletch played hard, but Hug used to be on him all the time, just ride, ride, ride. Mm-hmm. So one day, Hugs got like Fletch got bathroom and um he knocked the bathroom stall door like one of the stalls mm-hmm. knocked the door off the hinges like oh you're boom 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 so I went around the corner I looked 
I came back around the corner. I told her, yeah, you probably don't want to fuck with Flex today. <laughs> so he's hey, so he starting laughing, man. But no, man, like Hugs, like he, like he, like he's one of those guys, man. That if you, like, if you let him get to you, like mm-hmm. he's gonna ride you. Like he's gonna be on you daily, and because he, like, he wants you to play harder. And if they get to you, then he don't want you to be there no way. Right. He don't want nobody that he can break. You know, so he um uh, I've seen a few I have seen a few guys quit, I've seen a few guys cry. Um uh, from him from that tongue lashing. Like, can't take it. Like transfer. Right. Oh yeah, 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 no, it, it, no, it's real, man. If you if you got thin skin, man, it's it, it, like it's not for you. Out of all the teams that you played for, what was the best team, greatest team, and biggest biggest accomplishment? Um, uh, far as like in ever or just ever life, it's your world. We live in it. Um, jeez. Uh, so so say it again. Um, so out of all the teams that you played for, what was yes. the best team that you played on, and the biggest accomplishment on that team? Um, the best team I played on was. Probably, uh, uh, wow. Um, I want to say my, my my senior year team at Cincinnati. Hmm. Uh, that's yeah, we were pretty good, man. But had I had I not got hurt, man, we would definitely won it. So no doubt in my mind. Uh, um, biggest accomplishment. Wow. Uh, Probably, um, oh, well, I went, when I was 12 years old, man, I went to Helsinki, Finland, man, and, hmm. um, yeah, we took a team, I played for the Salvation Army growing up, man, we took a team to Helsinki, Finland, we took two teams, and we won a gold medal, like, it was like a little world tournament, like, we won a gold medal, man, and it was a big deal, I was in the newspaper, and all that, I was 12, so, yeah, that was, that was a big deal. Your big three experience so far, was it what you imagined? Yes, yes. Um, minus me getting hurt, messing um, my hamstring up, but I'll be back out there soon. But now, nah, man, it's fun. It's competitive. Um, it's basketball at its highest level. Uh, it's guys that I've battled with and played against um, for a long time, and you know, just seeing how how serious other guys took it um, and took the opportunity to go out there and play again. Uh, yeah, it was everything I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm. The, the um the fan reception is probably better than I anticipated. Mm-hmm. You know, but um we did an excellent job. Cube has done an excellent job promoting this thing, man, and guys have done an excellent job of, of doing the same guys on social media and different um networks that we've tried to get it out on about so what we're trying to do here and it's only gonna grow. Um it's been three weeks so far and and it's been three weeks of great basketball. Um, it's only going to get better with the players, the refs, and I said, everything about it is only going to get better moving forward. I was talking to Lee Nalon uh, when you guys were in Brooklyn, and I said that the big three reminds me a lot of people who are doing podcasts and then transferring that over into TV or other things like that. I feel like the big three is that same kind of model. Could you see yourself with your success in the big three uh, making another run in the NBA, or are you done? I'm done, man. Uh, if somebody calls and it's something serious, like I'm just not coming to training camp, 
Um, but no, nah, I just I, I'm not I'm not opening that door, man, and letting my mind go down that road again. Um, like that's stressful, man. Like people don't know, like the uncertainty and not knowing, but you know you still can play. And like, nah, that's like it's it's crazy. But I, I'm not gonna subject myself to that no more, man. I'm I'm done. Two more questions. You played for the Nets when Joe Button was hot. What's the craziest place people mistake you for Joe Button in New Jersey? Everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Uh, you name it. I used to go on Clinton Ave a lot, man. I used to be over in the hood on Clinton Ave and shopping, so over in the neighborhood a lot. But then people get up on me. Like, that would be, be from a distance, and they'd get up on me and see the height differential. And, oh, hey, man. It's Kmart. Like, you know. Last question. I believe in closure. So I want to tell you a story. On the show I hosted on CBS, I have Rashawn McLeod on, and he talked about Michael Jordan and the time that Jerry Stackhouse gave him the business on the court, dropping like 48 points on him. It blew up on the Internet, and Stackhouse refuted it. I reached out to Stack, and he got a chance to come on my show and speak his piece. I genuinely believe in being fair and allowing people to state their peace when they're done with it. That said, having spoken to you a few weeks ago, and of course, having a certain gentleman on my podcast, I know both sides of the equation. I'm looking for closure. I name you, Michael Jordan, Allen Iverson, Anthony Mason, and Al Harrington as my top favorite players. That being said, y'all are up there as well. I'm asking for closure. And what I'm asking for you to do is this. Tim Thomas made comments about you guys' brawl on Scoopy Radio. My question for you is, if you could go back in time, how would you, as a man, handle it differently? I would have whooped his ass. <laughs> and it would have been fucking over. Like, okay. Like, that's all it is, man. Like, and they wouldn't have had to go on this long. Okay. I would have took care of it or somebody, I, I should have let somebody else take care of it. Like, like they wanted to. I'm saying. I would love to sit in the room with you guys because I really admire both of you guys coming from home. Well, that, well, listen, that ain't gonna happen, partner. I know. I know. But I, I always believe that there is three sides to every story and that everybody uh, should stay there. The truth of the matter is, man, the man went at me for no reason. Right. That's all that matters. I had nothing to do with the situation. I had nothing to do with the situation. The man got baited in because he's a dummy. He let the media bait him in, and he fell for the bait. Like, that's yeah. all it is, man. Like, there's no this, that, or nothing, three sides to nothing. The truth is, he got baited in. He went for the bait. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they asked him a question. Mm -hmm. And I had nothing to do with the situation. I didn't foul that man. Jason Collins fouled him. Yeah. They asked. They asked that man. He said, "When I come back, I'm gonna hit somebody." Mm -hmm. And they like, but they got, but they got Kenyon over there. Mm -hmm. That's the way the question went. Right. I had nothing to do with the situation. Right. So, when I look at that situation, um, I, I did see Jason Collins. I think you were defending him, and then Jason got him on the switch, and then knocked him hit, and hit a hard foul. And when I look at you guys going back and forth in the media, the whole Fugazi thing, and then you taping the whiny Tim thing on your yes. jersey, yes. 
I feel like it just kept going and going and going, not saying who's right, who's wrong. I believe in just, like I said, right is right and wrong is wrong. Yeah. I, I, I just wish that you guys honestly, like not looking for clicks or nothing, I really wish you guys could, could, could like end it. So let me ask you this. Right. So during the interview, like, so you're doing a regular interview, right? Mm-hmm. Before, before all of this comes about, this and whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting down with, with Wolves doing the interview, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say if you're doing the interview with me, the same kind of interview, and right. you ask, you like, you know of a situation, right? Mm-hmm. You know of a situation, but you don't know about the situation. All the facts. Yeah. So right. I tell you exactly what it is. Yeah. How can somebody, unless you're insecure about whatever it is, feel away? Well, then, this, like, this the is situation. The situation was ex- you can go ask anybody that was around the situation; they're gonna tell you the exact same thing I told you. Yeah, I, th- this and is what I said. And that man told you that he slapped me with some money, right? That's what. Yeah, that's what he said in the interview. And do you, you knowing me, and you met me. Do you actually fucking believe that shit? Well, Kenyon, I tell you what. Listen, I was, no, no, dark, no, no, don't don't beat around the bush. No, no, you no. I'm about to me. answer you. I'm about to okay. answer you. I almost should have brick asking you this question because you scared me. I don't want to make you my enemy. He scared me too. Y'all both crazy. However, this is what I'll say. It doesn't seem logical that somebody was slap. It doesn't seem humanely possible that either one of you would slap each other without with with uh, with money without somebody having a a black eye. Because because I black, think- more, listen, listen, man. More than a black eye. Mm-hmm. Listen, like, I'm a man first, bro. Like, fuck yeah. all the basketball shit, all the celebrity shit, all of that bullshit, man. Like, no. Man, I am not, I don't play them kind of games, bro. Well, this is what I said. I think. Listen, man, I was going after Mark, Mark Cuban, a billionaire. I'm going after him. I'm going to slap the shit out of him and say something to my mama. What do you think I'm going to do to Tim Thomas? Yeah, I remember that. You told him to come to exactly. Dallas, bitch. Listen, man, yo. Man, I'm listen, man only here right now and his homeboys only here right now because I called the dogs off for the niggas in Dallas, man. Right. Like, ain't no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Ask him, did he go to the club in Dallas and ask him, did the lady ask him to leave? All needs to be said. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you That's, got the last word. After clubs, this, I'm not touching clubs, it anymore. Club Blue in Dallas. The ladies, trust me, bro. He only hear him, him and his niggas only walking around right now in one piece because I didn't allow people to do something to them. Right. Because I'm smarter than him. I'm smarter than the niggas. Right. Like, That's the for real, like, listen, I'm not radio. with all, like, I'm saying, like, the picture he took with his, my son took the picture with his phone at the grocery store, dog. You know what I'm saying? I got I on flip-flops. We had the grocery store shopping for barbecue. Mm-hmm. I got on flip-flops. He asked to take the picture. It ain't come from my phone. <laughs> so if you, if I'm such a hoe and I'm such this, that, and the third, like, why you want to take pictures of me and shit? That's a that's a valid question. That's a valid question. What I what I will say to you is this: the interview that you did with Adrian Walsh and the Rascal, I didn't even know about it. And what happened of was, course. well, well, well. Let me let me finish first. When you and I spoke a couple of weeks ago, I sat and I thought about everything you said. 
You had a valid point. He had valid points. They're both, you know, when you could tie a story together and you could see all three sides. This is what I'll say to you. I reached out to Tim Thomas uh, about two months before he did the interview with me. I had two shows at the time. I had this show, Scoop B Radio, and I had another show called Brown and Scoop. And what happened was I just wanted him on because we hadn't heard about him in a while. And so the night that I did the interview with him, ironically, was the same day that you did the interview with Woj. So when I'm on my way home, I'm, I'm taking the train home. He calls me. He goes, yo, B, I got another interview for you. I hear that Kenyon said something to me, said something about our, you know, our altercation, da, 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 da. I was like, all right, so I'll call you tomorrow. So I read about what happened because, again, I didn't know nothing about it. I was only reaching out to Tim because, I, you know, I just hadn't heard from him or about him in a while. When I read what was said, th- as a member of the media, when people do podcasts, people can piece what they want to make it fit the story. Yeah. And so I believe that because Woj did the interview and his intentions were, were more than just about that altercation, it snowballed into, yo, his homeboys pick up the phone and say, yo, Tim, he's saying this, that, and the third. So y'all talk about a wide range of topics, but unfortunately, because as members of the media and the consumers of media, they only want to hear what they want to hear, their snowballs, the Kenya Martin, Tim Thomas thing all over again. And I think that unfortunately, with podcasts, it gives everybody wide range to talk about whatever they want to talk about when it comes to articles. So I feel like it's great for the fans, but because you guys, or he still has an issue with you, you said you moved on, it just recreates the situation all over again. If P, I doubt anybody listened to the whole podcast. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, bro. Like, like I said, hey, it's over for me until, unless I see him and he tries something or say something slick. Like, I'm done mm-hmm. with it. I'm saying like I'm like I'm done with it. Like I'm like I got other things to worry about, man. In my life yeah. more important than that clown. Yeah. So like I can, you know, like everybody know the way I feel about him. It ain't a secret. He know the way I feel about him. So hey, it is what it is at this point with me, man. What's next for you after Big Three? Scoop B Radio. No, I'm saying I'm I'm trying to get into big. I got business stuff I'm doing, man. I own um I got a, I got a coconut water that I own that's in stores right now, man. Um, What's the name of it? Life recovery water. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coconut water. Got three flavors. Got electrolytes. Is that um, or, uh, and all that in it? And I got um, own a few other businesses. Um, so I got uh, I'm out here at Peace Jam right now with my son. Um, nice. You know, so I'm getting him where he needs to be. I got five kids, man. So I'm a dad first now. So spend as much time with my kids as I can. Um, just going from there. Uh, I'm gonna play in the Big Three this year. See about next year. Um, possibly doing something more with them, coaching or doing something else, man. We'll see. But I don't know, man. Um, right now, man, I'm enjoying being a dad. I'm enjoying uh, my life that I live, um, and I'm happy. You are good, Dad. I I watched you on uh, Instagram story. You were on vacation in Jamaica. Y'all look like y'all's having a very good time. Yeah, man. I'm. Uh, I try to do as much as I can with kids, man. Um, I played for so long, missed out on so much. Um, so it's all about them. Your son. We didn't talk about your son. You said he's playing in Peach Jam right now. How much of his game or how much of this process reminds you of yourself coming up in high school? Oh, it's totally different. Uh, I ain't had no dad there guiding me, nobody telling me what was right, what was wrong, how to play. Um, so it's totally different. Uh, the basketball scene is totally different. It's bigger now than it's ever been with the mm-hmm. – with the um, AAU circuit and this and like and all of that, man. Um, it's a different mm-hmm. process. Um, 
I had to grind to get to where I am. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, McDonald's and no name. And, um, I caught a Greyhound bus to go to ABCD camp, man. So wow, yeah, from Dallas, Texas, man. I had to go to Jersey. I had to get there, but I played myself. I earned my, I earned a flight home. So, KJ, who was in that ABCD camp with you in, um, in uh, when you played in Jersey? Kobe, Kobe, that clown dude we just got done talking about, mm-hmm. um, Lester Earl. Um, there's some, there's some dudes there. Uh, Jermaine O'Neal. Uh, yeah, there's some guys there. So, Khalid Alamine. Uh, who's there? There's some, yeah, there's some guys that could go. But yeah, I, yeah, I earned a, I earned a flight home. Me and a guy that wrote, uh, came up there with me. I got us a flight home. And your son, your son is, is kicking butt in basketball right, in high school basketball right now. Sixteen years old, um, going into his junior year, and uh, yeah, he up and coming. Um, I'm proud of him. Uh, it's about him, uh, him making a name for himself, and he's doing that with his playing. So, yeah, everybody be on the lookout. Enough said, Kenyon. Thank you for your time. I'll see you at Philly on Sunday. All right, boss. My man. Thank you. You're listening to Scoop the Radio. I love it. Love it. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series We Were the Lucky Ones with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.